Cherry Hill Volvo, we have absolutely incredible offers and a plethora of both new and certified Volvos from which to choose. We are eager to offer amazingly competitive prices, plus an additional $1,000 Costco discount on all new Cherry Hill Volvos. When leasing or purchasing a new or certified Cherry Hill Volvo, you become a valued part of our team. Join Cherry Hill Volvo for the pricing and attention you deserve. I am Judith Krepnick, president of Cherry Hill Volvo. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. WPHD, WPHD, HD, WOGL, HD3, Philadelphia. From the Cherry Hill Volvo Studios, where relationships matter. Always live on the free Odyssey app. The revolution will be broadcast. Yes. This is the next generation of talk. Now on Talk Radio 1210 WPHD, Rich Zioli. I tell you that Hunter Biden man with his laptop, his uh, his heartfelt letter to the USA Today about oh they're so mean to me about my addiction, oh my woe is me, woe is me. Listen man, it's your addiction is the reason why you got that. Don't call it a sweetheart deal deal that covered for you and your father and the Biden crime family because they were able to say oh come on the guy had an addiction and give him a break on the gun charge even though millions of Americans never get a break. And then while we're at it, let's bury all the financial crimes in there as well so please with the whining welcome to the show glad you're here it is friday afternoon 855-839-1210 on twitter at rich zioli busy day election day is tuesday we got a lot to chat about we are going to talk to chris del borello he is running for state senate in new jersey's fourth legislative district this is the district where they have the fugazi phantom candidates i tell you in all my years of being in politics jersey politics i have never in my life seen a stunt like this before where they actually are running people that don't exist for the job and don't want the job and they, they put their names on the ballot so a judge today made a ruling and finally said to this group uh no more no more fun here you, you're, you're you're done you can't have any more communication with the voters and no more money problem is though it's friday afternoon on the friday before election day weekend when when election day has been going on for a week now in-person voting and voting drop boxes are everywhere so the judge's ruling in new jersey is nice it's good it's welcome but at the very same time you have to turn around and say to yourself uh couldn't you have done this a week ago couldn't you have done this a little bit earlier but nevertheless we'll get the issues out there and we'll make sure everybody understands there are only three republicans to vote for in the fourth legislative district anybody else running is a fugazi is a phantom is a ghost is does he doesn't exist so please do not do not play that game all right just stick with the republican team of chris del borello amanda esposito and matt walker they're great people i know them well and they're going to do a great job if they get elected and and the reason why the democrats are so nervous in this legislative district much like how they're nervous across everywhere you know in, in pennsylvania they are they are relentlessly attacking judge carolyn carluccio who will hopefully be the next supreme court justice for pennsylvania they're nervous because they they want to control the process and a couple things change here if judge carolyn carluccio is on the supreme court 
I don't see the Pennsylvania Supreme Court getting away with the nonsense they pulled in 2020 when the Pennsylvania Supreme Court said, hey, despite the fact that the Pennsylvania Constitution says the legislature sets the time, manner and place of the elections. Ah, we're going to do whatever we want and will set the time, place and manner of the elections. And don't worry about it. And they changed it and kept it going and going and going and going for days after you could have a, a ballot received with no postmark at all. A postmark that was ineligible didn't even matter. And that was unconstitutional. What they did was completely, completely unconstitutional. And for all the talk about the election troubles of 2020, there's no debating that. There's no debating that. You can debate Dominion, Dominion voting machines and, and, and drop boxes all day long. But what you can't debate is what the Pennsylvania Supreme Court did in that election. And by doing so, they were able to give the Democrats as much time as they needed to get the votes that they needed. And we know that this happens. Yesterday, I, I, I started the show by telling you about that breaking news out of Connecticut, where a judge was so shocked by video footage that emerged of the clerk of this town literally stuffing ballot drop boxes with a bag, walking, dropping them in, walking away, dropping them in, all caught on video, We're doing this for days, days on end. And the only reason why we know about it is because there was a brave whistleblower that came forward. She was the clerk, so she controlled the video. It was her video. And the cheating that occurs by Democrats is something that there, there, there's no debate on this. They cheat. We know they cheat. You know they cheat. I know they cheat. Now it's only just a matter of making sure that they don't get away with the cheating and don't get to do it again. Well, they're trying. Oh, they're trying. Because you see, if the Republicans win the state Senate in New Jersey, a couple of things happen there. What happens there, number one, is that the Republicans can turn around and they can say to King Philip the Unaccountable, his royal rugness, Phil Murphy, uh, we're going to have hearings on how you murdered, literally murdered hundreds of our veterans, heroes in nursing homes during COVID-19 with your ridiculous policies and edicts. You left them to die. And we're going to have hearings on your connection to Orsted and all the money that was kicked back by the wind conglomerates. And we're going to have hearings on your attorney general, Matt Placken, who's too busy suing school districts that want to notify parents if your kid comes to school and identifies as transgender, then going after actual criminals. And also spends his time as attorney general going after the victims, such as the car makers who make cars that are too easy to steal. So he goes after the victims versus the criminals. So they'll have hearings on that guy. And it'll be very, very good, very important. And they'll be able to use senatorial courtesy to block appointments by the Democrat machine of South Jersey. So you you can understand why Democrats are very worried locally in this upcoming election on Tuesday. Montgomery County can go red. I met some great people running for county commissioner. Montgomery County, Pennsylvania can go red. And I would love to see that happen. And you know as well as I do that this is all a preview for 2024. Because Donald Trump is going to be the nominee. I've been telling you this now, and now other people are starting to recognize what I've been saying for months. For better or for worse, love him, hate him, he's the nominee. And as of right now, barring something happening, that would be, I mean, honestly, the only way to stop him is if is death. He's going to be the nominee and he's going to be on the ballot. All these states right now that are trying to keep him off the ballot, citing the 14th Amendment to the Constitution, they're not going to be successful. It will be the, the minute that the first state passes something that says he cannot be on the ballot, it will, it will be fast tracked to the Supreme Court of the United States. The Supreme Court will hear arguments on it. And what the arguments from the, the, the side of people that know the Constitution are going to be are the following. Even if Donald Trump that day 
said, let's go have an insurrection, which, of course, he did not do. The 14th Amendment's provision that bars people from holding office if they assisted in a rebellion against the United States, of course, I'm paraphrasing the language, but doesn't apply to presidents. The, the article, article 14, 14th Amendment, excuse me, Section 3 is very clear. And then it says senators, members of Congress, electors to the president and the vice president cannot serve if they participated in a rebellion or it gave aid and comfort to the rebel, the, the rebels. It's a post-Civil War amendment, and it does not apply to the president. Otherwise, they would have said the president and senators and members of the House and electors, but they didn't. And that's deliberate. The reason why they didn't put that in there is deliberate. So that's what the court will come back and rule. You don't even have to get into the machinations of what Donald Trump said that day. You know, we'll march down to the Capitol peacefully, how he never gave any instructions to people to go into the Capitol that day or do anything. But that's all irrelevant because just the text of the 14th Amendment, Section 3, is very clear in who cannot serve if they gave aid and comfort to those doing a quote-unquote rebellion against America and insurrection, which is why the Democrats insist on using that word. So that's going to die. Trust me on this. It's not going to pass because, thank God, Trump was elected in 2016 and appointed justices to the United States Supreme Court who are who are rock solid on the Constitution of the United States, rock solid on the Constitution. And they understand the way things are written and what that means. They understand those things. And that's why they push forward on writing opinions that are based on the constitution based in statute based on the text the originalism of how it was worded and not whatever they want it to be and that's the key point here you've got some great supreme court justices and when this case comes before the high court and i fully expect that it will because some state very soon is going to come out and say donald trump cannot be on our ballot and that'll be fast-tracked to the supreme court and when that happens don't worry I mean, you can be worried. It's okay to be worried, but don't don't sweat it because the court's going to rule correctly that this does not apply to the president of the United States. So he's not going to be taken off the ballot. So short of death, Donald Trump's going to be the nominee and Democrats are freaking out and they're worried about this. Everything that we're talking about, everything that we have been talking about together for the last how many years now, the weaponization of government, government colluding with big tech and the corporate media to silence you. The FBI and Twitter working together to make sure that the information that was being put out there on COVID, the Hunter Biden laptop, Russian collusion, all the other nonsense was what the government wanted it to be. We've seen a government weaponized against Catholics and and moms at school board meetings and people with MAGA hats and Betsy Ross flags. We've seen all these things. Well, for Trump, it's personal. You know, he experienced this. He saw it and they were able to stop him uh, right in the tracks from being elected president with all their games and their shenanigans. So he's going to go in there and clean house. And that is also why I think you need to really take a step back here and look at Robert F. Kennedy Jr. and the threat that he poses to Trump voters. And I think it's time that we have a wake-up call about this because there are a lot of things about Robert F. Kennedy Jr. that from the, the start of this, you turn around and you go, you know, I like the guy. He, he's, he's, he's got a lot to offer. But I've told you in the past that RFK Jr. has endorsed some nutty policies and that at the heart of it, he's been a lefty. Sure, he's right on on the covid vaccine. He's right on on the battle against big pharma. He's right on the battle of, of truth and misinformation and disinformation. But he's also the guy who endorsed the Green New Deal and he advocated for carbon taxes. 
So I think that Robert F. Kennedy Jr. represents a threat to Donald Trump more than he does to the Democrats. I don't see a scenario where the Democrats vote for him. A big part of the reason for that is because they have all come out and said that he's crazy and he doesn't represent the Kennedy family and the Kennedy name and he's an anti-vaxxer, which he says he's not. But what he and he's anti-war and he doesn't want war. He's a threat to Trump more than he is to Democrats. And unfortunately, there are a lot of Republicans out there kind of flirting with the guy a little bit. And I think that that needs to stop at this moment. And it really does, because there's a reason he went third party. And the reason he went third party, in my opinion, is because he's looking to take votes away from somebody. And if it was Joe Biden, why not stay a Democrat? Why not stay a Democrat and stay in the race and beat the hell out of Biden and, and see if maybe you can pull some surprise at the convention and win the nomination? Why not? If you're if, if, if you're really trying to stop Joe Biden from becoming president, that's what you do. You don't you don't come out and say you're, you're an independent. Not now. You could do that. You could do that over the summer. You could do that after the convention. You can do that when it's clear you're not going to be the party's nominee. If you really want to stop Joe Biden, you stay in the race. You force Biden on the campaign trail. You force Biden to spend money. You force Biden to actually have to go out there and campaign, which he's not doing because I don't think he's going to be the nominee. But if you want to stop Trump, then then you run as an independent. You run as a third party candidate. You get out there and you try to push this idea that you are just like Trump in so many ways, except for the fact that you're a Democrat or you were a Democrat. But there's a lot of things about Robert F. Kennedy Jr. that should make Trump voters want to run. And particularly that is, and Matt, I just sent you a clip of him endorsing AOC's Green New Deal and also carbon taxes as well. It's an older clip. It's from four years ago. But he has he has had a long history of backing nutty policies, a long history of this. And this fight is real right now. You know, this fight to stop Trump is real. And it's going to take everything that we have to be able to make sure he wins the presidency. If he is, in fact, the party's nominee, which I think he's going to be. I, I don't, nobody's going to beat him. Let, let's just be honest. You know, I was at a dinner the other night in Montgomery County, and I talked to, I won't mention his name, but a very, very astute political veteran of Pennsylvania politics. And he said it, you know, Trump's going to be the nominee. It's, it's just the reality. It is the reality. And, and, and people have to embrace that reality. There's a time to just embrace that reality, and that reality is now. Ron DeSantis, for all of the wonderful things he did as governor of Florida, he has not been able to translate that into the national stage. And maybe the problem is not Ron DeSantis. Maybe the problem is Trump. Maybe it's not the fact that he's wearing boots with big shoes, big heels. Maybe it's not the fact that he's flip-flopping on Ukraine every five minutes. Maybe it's just that Trump is just so insurmountable, so unbeatable, because he has just such loyal following among Republican voters. Period. Period. And that nobody was ever going to stop him. Nobody. It was always going to be a case where he was going to be the nominee. I believe that. I think that. I think that that's just what it was. And DeSantis, maybe if he had gotten in right after he got elected governor, reelected governor, maybe it would have been different. He was on a very big high, but maybe not. We've seen this before, and this is why I said to you back then when he got into the race, look, now is not the time to start killing each other over DeSantis versus Trump. Got a long way to go here. And DeSantis may not even make it past January. He may not be able to raise the money and he may not be able to, on the national stage, translate whatever political magic he has in Florida onto the national stage. And and that's the case. And again, I don't say this because I dislike the man. I don't say this because I don't think he'd be a great president. I say this because I call balls and strikes. And this is this is the political reality.
period. And, 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 and I remember people saying to me early on, you got to get behind DeSantis, you got to get behind DeSantis. I said, it's not up to me to get behind anybody at this point. We've seen candidates get into the race on the national stage. They had Scott Walker is a great example of this. And the question that I asked was, is DeSantis going to be another Scott Walker? When he comes in, he's got all this enthusiasm, all this money. He was a great governor. He was a, a, a fan, did a fantastic job as a conservative. Gets on the national stage and flames out in a big way. And maybe it's his personality. Maybe, maybe it, all of those things. But all those things wouldn't matter if Donald Trump was just not in the race. And the Democrats at one point did everything they could to make sure that Trump would be the nominee. They really did. That's why they keep going after him. They, they believe still that he's the easiest one to beat. He's not. Because what happened in 2020 is not going to happen in 2024. First of all, there's no COVID this time around. Even though I was in the grocery store today and the woman was going on and on about how she got her fourth booster shot and she still can't believe how many people are just going out about and having parties and going around people and she's just she's shocked by it. There's no COVID this time. And the mean tweets. Anybody who was mad at Trump or didn't like Trump because of his mean tweets, any of those people, they would kill for a mean tweet right now. When they're checking out of the grocery store, when they're getting that bill, when they're when they're opening their bills, when they're seeing their credit card interest rates, they they wish they had mean tweets. They'd love a mean tweet and they watch the world on fire right now. And the and the cheating, which we know happened in 2020, the, the dead rising to vote, the ballot boxes being stuffed, all those things that happened that, you know, you were not allowed to talk about because you were a crazy conspiracy kook. If you said those things, all those things this time around. We know what their tricks are and their games are. I'm not saying they're not going to be, be able to pull them off again. They, 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 they very well may. But we have to go into this with the optimism that it can be overcome. Otherwise, you might as well just throw in the towel right now. But Matt, here, do you have that clip? Here's the clip of uh, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. This is from four years ago, endorsing AOC's Green New Deal, advocating oh, for sorry, carbon taxes. What's that? Uh, sorry, give me one second. I'm one second, no problem. Issue here. Computer issue here. All right. And just to, as, again, because I, I, need, I need to remind you that th- this is a situation where Robert F. Kennedy Jr., in my opinion, in my opinion, hurts Trump. You vote for him and, and, and nobody, remember this, third-party candidates don't win. This is a two-party system, period. It's a two-party system in this country. I live in the real world. I don't live in the world where pizza doesn't make me fat, and I don't live in the world where uh, third-party candidates can win. I live in the real world. You eat pizza every day, you're going to get fat. If you vote third-party, you're wasting your vote. It doesn't mean I'm happy about those things. However, it's just the reality of the situation we're in. It's just the situation. All right, here's a clip. Take a listen. You know, I The Green think, New Deal, excuse me. I think the Green New Deal is... And all of that stuff is important. It's good. We ought to be pursuing it. My approach is more market-based than kind of top-down dictates. Um, you know, I believe that we should use market mechanisms like um, like carbon taxes and you know, and the elimination of subsidies. And I think that that those are the things that would transition our economy fastest from a uh, from a coal-based economy that is kind of with the rule right now you know a carbon tax is a disaster a carbon tax is a disastrous idea that's not a market-based idea whatsoever what that is is more of the nuttiness that the left loves which is to destroy carbon think about it carbon tax carbon dioxide what they really mean is of course destroying oil natural gas anything that's not renewable 
So the fact that he he was behind that, you, you got to question that. You really do. All right, 855-839-1210 on Twitter, at Rich Zioli. Friday show, big Friday show for you. A lot of great guests coming up. We'll get into the corruption that's going on in the local level. And Hunter Biden with his op-ed saying that he is the victim. Unbelievable. Don't go away. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. The Zioli Show on your schedule from Talk Radio 1210 WPHT in the free Odyssey app. All right, Friday afternoon it is. What a week, huh? What a week! Great to have you here. 855-839-1210 is the number. Uh, We're going to talk to some uh, some great people today, including Chris Del Borello. He's running for the state Senate in District Number 4 in New Jersey. This is where the phantom Fugazi candidates have been doing their nonsense. And the breaking news today is that a New Jersey judge has frozen the bank account of this dark money group backing fake candidates and barring them from further voter communications. A couple things here to note about this, and that is that I've told you a million times the government controls the narrative on everything, literally everything, everything. The government wants to control the narrative. There's only one question that you ever need to know, and it's this. Is the information you're hearing what the government wants you to hear? The answer is yes, unless you listen to talk radio, certain conservative shows, other people. But for, for the otherwise, everything is what they want you to know. And, and, and that's why for years they've spent so much time saying that there was no election fraud because they they're very good at election fraud. They're very good at it. When people are good at things, they like to keep doing things. It's not that hard. When people are good at something, they like to keep doing it. Democrats are very good at cheating. So for years, they told you that there's no such thing as election fraud. And then they even prosecuted the former president of the United States for saying there is. But we know there is. So the story from David Wildstein over at NJ Globe, New Jersey judge freezes bank account of dark money group backing fake candidate, bars them from further vote communications. This organization based out of Jamaica, Queens, called Jersey Freedom, has spent money on TV ads and mailers trying to push voters away from Republican nominees and towards a phantom candidate. 
A Superior Court judge today froze the bank account of a dark money independent expenditure group backing a phantom candidate in the 4th District State Senate race. Judge Michael Blee said that Jersey Freedom may make no further expenditures in New Jersey, but acknowledged that with Election Day just five days away, his decision might be too late to matter. You think? I mean, number one, people, there's voting has been going on all week. People have been voting in person. People have been putting their, their, their ballots in drop boxes. People have been mailing their ballots in. But nevertheless, I'm glad the judge made the ruling because it confirms everything that we've said. The judge said, quote, there's a strong possibility that the media outlets have already been paid, he said, which is another factor, too. In, in order to run a campaign commercial, TV and radio outlets require the money up front. In order for a mail piece to go out, the postage has to be paid up front and smart political firms that do mail pieces require payment up front before that thing leaves the door. As otherwise, they don't want to be stuck holding the bag. Too many candidates wind up losing and they're not paying their bills. So it's very possible that the, the fake group here with the Fugazi candidate has already done TV radio ads and sent out mail pieces. And there's nothing you can do about that at this point. The judge is acknowledging that this sh- this ruling should have come last week. The shadowy group has sent attack mailers and is running cable TV ads on Fox News to redirect Republican voters from the GOP Senate nominee in the fourth district, Christopher Del Borello, and send those votes to a guy named Giuseppe Costanzo, a ghost candidate running as an independent conservative. Giuseppe Costanzo does not exist. Giuseppe Costanzo is a fugazi. But let's face it, there are a lot of Republicans out there that are fed up, conservatives and libertarians, and they're fed up with the status quo, and they might, they might hear an ad from this fugazi Giuseppe Costanzo and think, yeah, that's the guy that I want to vote for. And then you dilute the vote from the Republican nominee, and then the Democrats win. That's the goal here. That's what they're trying to do. This is a sleazy, sleazy move. But it's not surprising because it's Jersey and this is the kind of crap they pull all the time. There's allegations here of essentially a violation of the election law, the judge said. That is not something the monetary damages could remedy. Moreover, it is important for all of us to protect the integrity and sanctity of all public elections. Jason Cena, an attorney representing the Republican State Committee, and uh, Christopher Del Borello, the Senate candidate, filed a lawsuit yesterday to stop Jersey Freedom from allegedly committing more violations of New Jersey election law. We have a potential bad actor involved in the political sphere, making what I believe to be large expenditures in conjunction with a legislative race that we have no clue how much they're spending. We have no clue who the donors are. We really have no clue who the people are at this who are behind this, uh, but we know that it's happening. Now, the judge said the court cannot control those entities that have already been paid for these advertisements. And the judge's order cannot be used to try to prevent them from running them. So, in other words, Fox News or the local Fox News that would take the money, it wouldn't be Fox News out of New York. It would be the, you know, the local cable entity that would take the money and then run those commercials on the local stations. They're, they're still entitled to, to run those ads. They're still allowed to run those ads. So the damage is done and, and it's still going on. And the judge is saying this has to stop. But at the same time, it's the Friday before the election and ads are still running. He's not pulling those ads down. 
He said, I can only control the parties that are before me and clearly believe that Jersey Freedom and Eric Peterson should be barred from any future political communications or election engineering or communications, he said. But the state attorney representing the Republican Party in, in New Jersey says he plans to issue subpoenas to gain further insights into the identities of people involved with this Fugazi organization. He told the court that the issue could be grounds to contest the election outcome. And I hope so. I really do. I hope so. They're going to need to go to court over this. There's going to have to be lawsuits. Cena says he plans to issue subpoenas. The group was incorporated in Delaware in August, in, in August and filed a 527 political organization with the Internal Revenue Service on September 11th. They are based out of a post office box in Jamaica, Queens. Individuals affiliated with the group have fake addresses, and Cena said he could not effectuate legal service. Cena said Jersey Freedom had placed roadblocks in the path of anyone who seeks to make direct contact with them. So it's a good ruling for election integrity, but it's just very late in the process. Jersey Freedom has reported no donors. They spent all this money in support of this this Fugazi phantom candidate Costanzo, very close to Costanza. And I'll give them credit for having a sense of humor, but that's about it. And $20,000 to help Libertarian Senate candidate Sean Peck in the 2nd District. But Sean Peck has led him to drop out of the race. He's out of the race. And he's endorsed State Senator Vince Palestina in Atlantic County for re-election. So there you go. I mean, this is, this is the kind of nonsense that occurs here. It's just it's, it, it, it's amazing that this stuff happens, isn't it? Costanza is a 62-year-old restaurant account manager from Clementon. He's been a mythical figure on the campaign trail. He's raised no money. He's opened no social media accounts. He has practically no digital footprint. He has made no case for his own candidacy and no longer answers his cell phone. Until earlier this year, he wasn't even a registered voter. His conservative running mate, Maureen Dukes Penrose, a Democrat, told the New Jersey Globe that retiring state Senator Fred Madden a former Gloucester, Gloucester County Democratic chairman encouraged her to run as an independent. So the Democrats are behind this nonsense. And the woman here who's at the heart of this goes back to a very, very long time Washington Township that's in Gloucester County, New Jersey, Democrat machine. And all these people are doing this because they're trying to make sure that Paul Moriarty remains the, becomes the senator for the 4th District. I'll tell you, um, the machine behind this is the same machine that Ed Durr beat in that magical victory a couple years ago when he shocked the world and took down Steve Sweeney. It's the same machine. It's the same machine. They, they, for, for years, they were so arrogant, they thought they never had a campaign. Out of the blue, Ed Durr comes and knocks out the most powerful Democrat in the state besides the governor, and they all were shocked. And now this year around, as they're trying to get their power back, they realize that Democrats are not very popular in these districts because you have all the issues going on that throughout the country. Think about it. The family issue, kids in schools, kids learning at five years old that they, they, they can be a girl if they're really a boy, that gender is fluid, all this nonsense. Parents can't know if their kids are identifying as transgender in schools. Wind, wind turbines that are killing whales and dolphins. I mean, all these issues that are going on, plus the cost of living, plus all the corruption that you see from people like Bob Menendez. And people have said they've had it. And, they're, and they realize now they cannot win without cheating. So what they're trying to do here is to dilute the vote. The Democrats will do anything they have to do to stay in power. 
Anything. They'll do anything. It's amazing to me. But but then again, it's not amazing to me because I've I've lived in I've I've been in Jersey politics. I've been involved since I was in junior high school. So when I got, when I first got involved in politics in the state of New Jersey was when I was in junior high school, working for then Assemblyman Scott Garrett, who wanted to be Scott Garrett, Congressman Scott Garrett, one of the most conservative members of the House of Representatives. He was a member of the Republican Study Committee. Super solid, rock solid conservative, and a great guy. So I've seen it all. And in all the years that I've seen this stuff, I've never seen a stunt so brazen where they say, we're going to have phantom candidates running here. Now, Alex Wilkes, you heard on the show yesterday, she's a spokesperson for the Republican State Party in New Jersey. She said, quote, we are pleased that the court has recognized the Democrats' egregious violation of the public trust in enjoining future spending. We will keep pursuing this until New Jersey voters get the full transparency that they deserve. In the meantime, we urge voters not to be fooled by slick ads on Fox News or messages in mailbox about fake conservatives. They are liberal plants intended to ensure that Democrats stay in office. Yes, she's exactly right about that fact, 100%. 855-839-1210 on Twitter, at Rich Zioli, if you'd like to weigh in today on this busy, busy show. But please don't make the mistake of voting for anybody but Chris Del Borello in the 4th District in New Jersey. These tactics, whether it's the guy up in North Jersey who was caught on video with a big plastic bag stuffing ballots, that one, that Democrat in Connecticut who was caught on camera stuffing ballots into drop boxes, Democrats cheat. It's just a fact of life. Not all Democrats, but Democrats cheat. And so you've got to be aware of this. And, 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 and this is the nonsense they're pulling now. It's not even a presidential election year. Can you imagine what they're going to do next year? Can you imagine what they're going to try to pull off? It's unbelievable, right? Except it isn't. It's very, very believable, and it's very, very real. The candidates are not. They're fugazis, but the this corruption is very real. Cherry Hill Volvo on Route 70 in Cherry Hill. My great friends over there would love to see you. And they have an amazing selection of cars in stock. Beautiful Volvos in stock, including certified pre-owned Volvos. Now, these are great because they go through extensive testing. If they are not, if they, if these cars do not rise to the level that Judith expects, they will not be sold at Cherry Hill Volvo. Period. Period. She's got very high standards for these cars. It's her name on it. It's Cherry Hill Volvo. And they also have a great lease program that I'm part of called Care by Volvo. Now, if you love that new car smell every five months, with Cherry Hill Volvo and Care by Volvo, every five months, you have the option of changing to a different Volvo, keeping the Volvo you have, or canceling the lease altogether. And one payment includes your car insurance, prepaid schedule maintenance, tire and wheel care, 15,000 miles annually, and so much more. I'm driving the XC40 right now, and I love it. And this cool ghost gray, like a ghost rider gray, it's a beautiful, gorgeous color. And I love how fast it is. And during this move, when we've had to go make runs back and forth between the two houses until we finally closed on the other house earlier this week, back and forth, back and forth, stuffing the Volvo, <laughs> like Democrats do to ballot boxes, with crap that we couldn't pack, and then driving it back and forth and back and forth, and, and there was so much room to do it. It was great. So please, go see them today. Remember, Cherry Hill Volvo stands with us. We broadcast live from the Cherry Hill Volvo studios where relationships matter, and they do matter. And you should see them today, and you will love the experience. You will love the selection. You will love dealing with my friends at Cherry Hill Volvo where relationships matter. Thanks for listening to the Seoli Show podcast from Talk Radio 1210 WPHT and the Odyssey app. All right.
Friday, Friday afternoon. Love that Friday feeling. 855-839-1210. Eric Trump spoke outside the courthouse. You know, the the uh, perpetuation as they go after him, it's just absolutely amazing. But before I get to that, uh, a couple clips I want to share with you. This one just came out a short time ago. Jamal Bowman. Remember the guy? He's the Democrat that pulled the fire alarm. And he said at the time he was running late for votes. I mean, this guy is such a liar. He, he came out, he said he was running late for votes. And he, he saw the emergency doors. And he thought that by pulling the, this, this lever, it would open the emergency doors. And he lied. And, and he did that to interrupt the congressional proceeding because they were trying to stall the vote on the continuing resolution. And he did that and he lied. And then the video footage came out and it showed him clearly not only taking down the signs that said emergency exit on the doors, but pulling the fire alarm. So the guy completely lied. And then they charged him with a, with a misdemeanor, not obstructing Congress. Like they did to all the January 6th people on the, the high holy day of the left, J 6th, January 6th, the high holy day of the left. A lot of people, hundreds of them who didn't even go in the Capitol are now facing charges. The FBI is now going after them. So you were just there that day. If he didn't even enter the building now, they're starting to go after you for obstructing a congressional proceeding. But this cat, he pulls the fire alarm. He's good. Don't worry about it. A little slap on the wrist. Got to sign a form. Promise never to do it again. No big deal. It's fine. It's okay. So a reporter asked him, you know, why would you plead guilty when you said it was an accident? Because remember, that's what he said at the time. He goes, oh, I didn't. Oh, my bad. I, I thought I was just opening the emergency doors. So if you thought that it was you were doing that, why would you plead guilty? Why don't you plead not guilty and go before a judge and jury and say, listen, I made a super big mistake here, but I'm not guilty of anything. I, I made a mistake. I didn't I didn't mean it. And the reason is because the video evidence proves beyond a shadow of a doubt. This guy was purposely pulling the fire alarm. I mean, he took the time to take the emergency exit signs off the door. He didn't go through the emergency exit doors and he pulled the fire alarm. So he was he was doing that to to disrupt the proceeding. It's obvious. It's 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 lock solid. It's what I mean, the evidence is there. It's you look at this and you go, all right, it's at the end of the movie when they play the secret tape recording and the guy runs out of the room because he knows that he's you got him. So this is a reporter confronting him about this. Take a listen. Why did you uh, plead guilty to knowingly pulling that fire alarm when you said that you didn't know it? Initially, you told all of us you didn't know there's a fire you know, alarm. We're still talking about this, man. That's behind me. That's been adjudicated. We're done. Pay the fine. Move forward. In three months, it'll be dismissed. But you weren't, you, didn't, you weren't straight about what happened initially. I was very straight. I was straight from the very beginning. You so. said you didn't know, though. I was straight from the beginning. Someone yes. did invoke that today on the House floor, though. What's that? A, 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 that incident, the fact that you had Come on, been, man. You've actually pleaded guilty, and he is still just being charged. Yeah, whatever, man. That's all good. Any other questions about anything else? But, but can you just explain why you no, said that man, initially? We already talked about this. Anything else? All right. Please not answer. No, no, you're not going to get an answer. That, that's it. All right? You're not going to get an answer. He came out, and he lied, and he said he made a mistake. And then the video came out and because he's a Democrat, he gets a pass on this, period. That's it. And what he's really saying here is I'm a Democrat. I don't have to keep answering your questions. So stop making me stop asking me enough. I don't have to tell you people a damn thing. And he's not wrong. Democrats don't. There's a double standard for them. Democrats have a double standard. And this is the reality. You know, I'd, I'd love to tell you that that justice was fair in this country, but you know it's not. You see it. You see it every day of your life. You're living it just like me, just like all of us.
Here's Donald Trump Jr. outside the courthouse in New York City. He had to testify on the trial against his father regarding the finances of the Trump organization. And before I play that clip, I just want to make this point. Donald Trump does not have a jury trial. Now, the founders and the framers of the Constitution were very cognizant of the fact that you need protection from your government. And if the government accuses you of a crime, well, the government has a whole lot of power. So you need to be tried by a jury of your peers, not by the government. The judge is part of the government. The attorney general of New York State is the government. And the attorney general checked a form on the box that he could not have a jury trial. Now, it's a civil case. But in my mind, the, the, the damage here is so incredibly punitive where Trump can lose everything he's worked for in his entire life, his entire business organization, all his money, everything else, his reputation as he's a candidate for president of the United States, that that is so egregious of a potential punishment, it demands a jury trial. A civil trial is, is really, in my opinion, a civil trial, you sue somebody over something, somebody slandered you or defamation. I mean, th- those things are civil matters. But this is, yes, I know it's not criminal because he's not facing jail time, but the Sixth Amendment's pretty clear. The Fifth Amendment's pretty clear. When, you're, when, when life, liberty, or property are on the line here, you have a right to due process, and he's not getting that in this fact. You know, there are other ways to destroy people without just putting them in jail. If you take everything that they have, that's pretty serious. And all you got to do is just say it's a civil trial and that's it, that, and you're done, that's the end of it? No, sorry, that's unacceptable. Uh, here's Eric Trump. And right now, make no mistake about it, maybe through your very lenses, the entire world is watching this and they're laughing about what's going on. The entire state of Florida right now, when they value a property like Mar-a-Lago at $18 million, is laughing, is laughing at New York State and laughing at New York State Attorney General and laughing at, quite frankly, a court system. Guys, we deserve better than this. Let's get the murderers off the street. Let's take care of the crime. Let's rebuild our infrastructure. Everywhere you drive in New York, you hit a pothole and your car gets destroyed. And they're going after a guy who employs thousands of people in this state, employed them through COVID, the deepest, darkest times of this state, runs a great organization, literally puts food on table for thousands of people. And I'm the guy running a company who gets to get the call from these people saying, Hey, am I going to get paycheck next week because of the the asinine things that I'm reading in the headlines? Even though we never did anything wrong, even though our properties are worth much more than even reported in the statement of financial condition. Guys, this is a political witch hunt. It shouldn't happen in this country. It can't happen the opposite way around. We've got to stop this nonsense. We've got to get back to work. Yeah, and that's the other point, too. You have a lot of people who work for the Trump organization who are very, very worried about this. I mean, these are serious, serious potential damages here that the government can do <coughs> to Donald Trump and his entire organization. And he doesn't get a jury trial. Just think about that. Just think about that. Oh, and speaking of New York, you know, the uh, the mayor of New York City, Eric Adams, you know that the FBI raided the house of one of his uh, top fundraisers, right? Did you know that? And the FBI now is investigating whether or not Eric Adams, the mayor of New York, received illegal donations from Turkey. You know why I think this is happening now? I think it's happening now because Eric Adams has been very critical of the Biden administration over immigration. And this is what happened. It's not that Eric Adams is innocent. I doubt he is. Just like I know Bob Menendez is not. I know for a fact, you know for a fact, Bob Menendez is guilty as sin. But it's the timing of these things that always makes me think. Why now? Why not then? Why now? And in this case with Eric Adams, his chief fundraiser was part of an inquiry into whether foreign money was funneled into his mayoral campaign. 
So federal prosecutors and the FBI are conducting a broad public corruption investigation into whether Mayor Eric Adams' 2021 election campaign conspired with the Turkish government to receive illegal foreign donations. The investigation burst into public view on Thursday when federal agents conducted an early morning raid at the Brooklyn home of the mayor's chief fundraiser, Brianna Suggs. Ms. Suggs is a campaign consultant who is deeply intertwined with efforts to advance the mayor's agenda. Investigators also sought to learn more about the potential involvement of a Brooklyn construction company with ties to Turkey, as well as a small university in Washington, D.C. that also has ties to, 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 uh, to Turkey and to the mayor. Investigators were also focused on whether the mayor's campaign kicked back benefits to construction company officials and employees and to Turkish officials. This is kind of like, you know, Bob Menendez picks Egypt. Mayor Adams picks Turkey. What? You know what I mean? And they sell out America to help help these countries. And of course, with Menendez as the chairman of the Foreign Relations Committee, he's got a whole lot more ability to do that than the mayor of New York City. But nevertheless... But why now? Why are the agents now seizing iPhones and laptop computers, papers, evidence, including something agents identified as manila folder labeled Eric Adams? <laughs> I mean, look, if you're going to have the, the, the corruption right there in a manila folder, could you at least name it something a little bit, I don't know, more inconspicuous than manila folder than Eric Adams? They're just labeling it that. Call it something, label it anything else. How about salad recipes? Nobody would look in that. You're a salad guy. Actually, Matt DeSantis, he's a snarky Harvard. You would look at a folder that said salad recipes. Who am I kidding? <laughs> you definitely would. I would not. The FBI's there looking around. They go, what's this one say? This says, this file is labeled Eric Adams Corruption. Ah, they would never put that. That can't be that obvious. Put it down. What's that one say? Salad recipes. Oh, that's the one we really need. <laughs> You love salad. I don't love salad. I I I don't. I eat salad occasionally. You're the guy on a date that orders just a salad, just a salad, just a salad. Eh, you want something light? No, oh, please. Don't give me that. Don't give me that. I'm not gonna order like something messy on a date. I'll look like, like a lobster. Lobster is not <laughs> lobster. messy, Henry. <laughs> well, uh, Henry, most people eat, do, do eat lobster on dates, you know, because you, you, you don't have to eat it like a Neanderthal. They have things called crackers. Uh, you can crack it. Yeah, that, that still wouldn't help me. Or a Henry was sitting at the bar at the Grand Hotel of Cape May after the show, and he's banging the lobster on the bar trying to crack it open like a freaking Neanderthal. <laughs> it wasn't even like a full lobster. It was just a lobster tail, and they had the meat sitting on top of the Look, shell. He didn't have to do anything other than to saw away at it true. with a knife and fork, and yet he thought that that was too messy. For yeah, him. that on top of butter sauce, you know, and oil, dude. I'm gonna leave that. I'm gonna leave the Grand Hotel just stained. Mm-hmm. Ugh. No. Or you could use a napkin, you know. No, it would it wouldn't do any good. Why don't you do what the Italians do and stick the napkin down your front shirt so it covers your whole like a like a bib, like a smock? That's what my people do. I'm not doing that. First thing I did on the first day with my wife was I sat across the table from her, took a big napkin, unrolled it, you know, the fancy kind, the white kind, the real kind, the kind you wash, stuck it right down my front shirt, straightened it all out, looked at her, and see. <laughs> I guess at least she knew what she was getting into at that yeah, point. Yeah, that's it. I don't well, hope you got lobsters. Put it right out there, right up front. You know what I mean? All right, we got a big 4 o'clock hour coming up. We'll talk to Dr. Victoria Coates, the latest on all the international chaos that's going on and the latest on the local corruption in politics in New Jersey and Pennsylvania. Don't go away. Rich Zioli, weekday.
Saturday afternoons 3 to 7. Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, and on the free Odyssey app. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.